Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. This episode is brought to you by Rain, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be talking about upcoming E3 events and taking mail from our listeners. So to begin, hello Sergio, how are you doing? Hi Chewie, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's been a productive weekend-ish, but also kind of not. <laughs> a little mix of both. Um, I've been trying to get through one more game in my backlog before E3. That's Oxenfree, and I think I'm getting near the end of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, so have you been playing anything lately? Um, nothing single player much. Uh, we played some Rocket League. We also played some FIFA. Um, just earlier today, and that was pretty fun. Oh, that's cool. Um, so this is episode 80, and I was remembering that we had a little thing going, and that was guessing whether Animal Crossing will come out before or after oh. episode 100. <laughs> so I, I, I could calculate it, but what do you think so far? Do you think, I, I think last time I calculated, that would have been around September. Episode mm-hmm. 100. So what are you thinking oh, right that's now? that's right. Yeah, because we're going to have a few extra ones coming up. I'm going to say after because I think it's going to be December. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. counting it right now. 14, 15, 16. Oh, I should add 17 because we are going to do that live right. one. So there's going to be um, 18, 19, 20. And so it's looking like episode 20 is going to be around October. At this rate. Mm. Or episode 100, rather. Right. So 20 episodes <laughs> from now. So I don't, I, I'm still thinking later, too, because I think it's November. <laughs> uh, November, December. That's where I'm leaning now, which is the worst because, you know, it's literally the yes. last two months of 2019 when this game was promised. But I don't know. I feel like that's... That's just going to happen, you know? Yeah, and the best, definitely. Pretty much everyone agrees that the best month would be September at the latest. Because November or December, you already missed some key holidays. And it's going to be wintry and snowy. And that's it's a little bland, at least per past Animal Crossing game. So, oh, September would be so perfect. Yeah, unless they bring back that lights festival from Wild World where all the Ooh. characters would like put lights all over their homes and then it would look really fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> That'd be like the perfect type of thing to have like during January when, you know, the snow, it's been there since December. January, you get like the lights and everything. And then February, you get like, you know, there's still snow. But then by then you're like, come on, give me some spring or yes. something. <laughs> Yeah. So I guess I wanted to start the show by talking about some announcements and event reminders for everybody. So first, I want to say thank you, Patreon patrons. 
I cannot believe it, but we have almost reached our $100 goal to get new Haken artwork every single month. Ooh. And we're currently at $90. And I, I don't know. I just can't tell you all how honored I feel over it. I'm sure, Sergio, you feel pretty great, too. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I mean... With this, like the Patreon thing, the way I've started out with it is I really just, I want whatever we get to go toward the show. And it has definitely been doing that so yes. far. <laughs> right. We've gotten all sorts of Haken art. I've gotten my 3DS modded um, to capture gameplay. So Sergio, I'm, I guess this is a side note, but everybody can get a little glimpse into the personal life here. But Sergio, <laughs> I'm going to be going to California pretty soon and I'm going to bring the, your 3DS. Ooh. Your What do you call it again? The Pikachu the pouch? Tree, tree, tree Pikachu? Triple Pikachu? Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a Pikachu new 3DS XL that has a Pikachu case over it and it goes inside <laughs> of a Pikachu pouch. So <laughs> there's a, a very big Pikachu theme going on here. <laughs> um, but regardless, that does mean that very soon I'm going to be able to bring your 3DS back to you. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so you, you'll you be able to do things. I'll be able to do things. Maybe we'll do some challenges together, some fun things. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be fun. It'll be a good way to close out at least New Leaf, you know? Yes, I uh, just uh, to touch back on your uh, stream from yesterday, saying goodbye to New Leaf, I couldn't agree more. And I want to do one one little video or stream also on my own about Madeira and Honestly, I just want to see if Hazel is still there and then just, just say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, I mean, she was still there the last time I went into your town, yes. so that's good. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, you, you have all made such amazing things happen through the Patreon and everything. And the next step, of course, is to do a new piece of artwork every single month and then eventually make like a Haken calendar for everybody to yes. enjoy. So <laughs> I am so stoked about that. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, if you haven't heard your name yet on the show, because um, we've gotten tons of new people lately, I don't want you to worry. We only dedicate one episode to a person each week because we feel like it makes it a little bit special, you know? Yes. That mm -hmm. one person brought this episode. Um, but I keep a list of everybody. It's in order of when you came in. So if you haven't heard yourself yet, know that it's coming. I have everybody listed. <laughs> nice. Um, even if, like... Some people on the list are probably not patrons anymore, and that's okay. But they're still on the list because they still mm. get an episode. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you are not forgotten. This list is ongoing, and I'm taking everybody as they come in. Um, so be on the lookout if you are a patron for the exclusive newsletter. It's going to come out this month. Um, I don't, for anybody who doesn't know, Haken Monthly is a newsletter that patrons get, and I just give a little update every month about the channel, what we're doing, what we're working on, and yeah, it's pretty it's pretty fun. I have fun writing it every time. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and this one's huge because like we're at ninety out of a hundred right now for our goal. So yeah, it, it's it, I didn't I didn't I don't know. I guess I just never knew it was gonna get to this <laughs> point. So. It's crazy to see it be there, <laughs> and I'm I'm really just happy. I'm happy that everybody's so supportive of us, of our show, and you all make it great. <laughs> um, so I guess 
the other announcement is E3 is coming a week from today. Uh, technically a week and two days for Sergio and I, but the day this episode airs, one more week yes. till E3. <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, oh, are you excited that sounds for this? so crazy. Yes, yes, I am. And I just have to distract myself with whatever else I can because if I get, if I start thinking too much about it, I get way too excited. Yeah, I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to go into work tomorrow, like this whole next week and just be like hyper focused, trying <laughs> to get so many things done and just not leave any room for me to think about it because I will yes. explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're one week from the big day, which hopefully is the day we get to see Animal Crossing. We've yes. been waiting years for this. We've been waiting months since the announcement and still nothing, but this is it. Um, so as far as events go, Saturday, June 8th, I will be hosting kind of a test stream kind of thing. Nintendo's doing like their Mario Maker 2 Invitational, the Splatoon 2 World Tournament. I'm going to try to stream those and watch those with everybody. And it's going to be more of a test to get ready for E3. Um, so, Sergio, if you have mm -hmm. time, please hop in. Um, I'd like you to also hop into the chat, too, so we can get like volumes and things okay for that day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so it'll be kind of a test thing, and we'll all be watching together and reacting together you'll be able to hear me <laughs> and Sergio um and so ho I hope that you're all patient with us as we try this out it is going to be like a test thing and just figuring out right. all the kinks and all the things that we have to you know just have in order to make this all work and then Monday um six days from this moment is our special pre-3 episode <laughs> I, <love laughs> I like that calling name. it yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so Sergio and I, we're going to do a special show. We're going to probably have some predictions regarding Nintendo, of course, <laughs> regarding Animal Crossing, because that's what we're all here for. Um, so yeah, it'll it'll be a fun pre-3 show, and it'll come out the day before E3, because that day, of course, that's our last big event, Tuesday, we're going to do a big live podcast directly after the Nintendo Direct. Unless there's a Nintendo Treehouse that goes straight into Animal Crossing. Right, right. <laughs> we're not going to... No, we're not podcasting during that. We are watching that. Yes. Because <laughs> um, that's like... That's going to be an in-depth look at this game. And it's going to be more... It, we're going to be overwhelmed with how much that we're getting oh. all at once. Like, like, I mean, Nintendo, I get it. You want it to be a big show for Animal Crossing. It's... I'm happy for that. I love that. But, like... We have so much to think about. Like, we're going to be overloaded. Yes. <laughs> like, spread out the news a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, like I said, we're going to be doing that test stream to hopefully be able to stream the show together and watch it and react and have fun. You know, that sort of thing. Um, so, mm -hmm. how are you feeling about all these events coming up? Oh, it's it's so awesome. It's very exciting. There's a lot of things going on, other companies, other games from Nintendo, but that's just that's just the secondary. That's the side dish. We were here <laughs> for Animal Crossing, and it's the time. It's the time. <laughs> yeah. And now that I think of it, there's also the Pokemon Direct um, the Wednesday before. Yes. So maybe I'll try that as a test, too. Uh, I'd have to wake up really early. It's at Ooh. like 7 a.m. for me, <laughs> right. 6 a.m. for you. Um, what time do you wake up these days, Sergio? <laughs> oh, it's still 3.30. I should be fine. Oh, but I think I heard that one is going to be 50 minutes long. 
Fifty or fifteen? Fifty. I think I what? heard that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is no. <laughs> That's an entire movie. <laughs> uh. Okay. Well. Okay. I'll look into that because that's crazy. That's a long <laughs> direct. Um, so I'm gonna okay. If it's that long, even if it were like 15 minutes, I'm expecting a release date to be given at this point. Yes, yes, that's a good point. So, yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. It's been so quiet, and I can't believe instead of you know just spreading out this news nintendo's like you know what let's just overload <laughs> them with things yeah. all in one single week it is it's literally like the stuff starts on wednesday with the pokemon direct and then saturday there's the mario maker like all the tournaments and stuff and then tuesday's their big show and then the rest of the week is the treehouse just showing us every single thing so it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much news all at once. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, other than Pokemon in a couple of uh, the um, Super Mario Maker 2 Direct that happened a few weeks ago, there's really been nothing in before that. In March, April, and May, we kind of expected a general Direct, and there was nothing. Not even the Nindies ones. They, they kind of stopped those for a while, too. So I think they're just building up to a humongous week. Yeah, it's going to be... It's just going to be amazing to yes. finally see something. Because I feel like I've been kind of bored. I've been just a little bit bored. And there's not too much else to think about. So we need a distraction at this point. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and move on. Now that we've covered everything that was going to be happening between like pretty much now and next time. It's crazy how close we are. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Uh, it's all happening. Like. <laughs> I, I guess I'm now just now realizing that Pokemon is tomorrow from right. the from the day this uh, this podcast comes out. Yes. Um it's it's crazy how close we are to every single thing that we're doing. <laughs> um but anyways, let's move on. Let's go ahead and answer some mail from our listeners. So um this is a new thing we've been doing. I've been trying to do it once a month. Like I don't know when the last time we did it. I feel like it was a month ago, right? Yeah, it sounds yeah, it feels like it. <laughs> yeah, so it must have been a month. <laughs> um so, but we are now taking uh, listener mail so if you're on the discord wherever you are uh, maybe on the youtube um, twitter wherever you can find us just let, send us some listener mail even our emails are open i'm sure you can find those somewhere um, i'm just chewy plays nintendo at gmail.com so you can send us listener mail wherever and once a month we're going to go through it and answer some of these things so this episode is going to be mostly listener mail since we have so many big things coming up next weekend yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we record so we'll have a lot to say then but for now it's been a little quiet <laughs> um so this first question uh, or i guess mail from is from Giga Giga Crossing yeah Giga Crossing yes. um and they say what theme will you make your AC Switch Town? Examples, modern, forest, fairy tale, etc. <laughs> um, so do you want to start with this answer, Sergio? Sure. And mine would be, I guess, wood theme. I don't know if, <laughs> I guess rustic is a better word for it. But yeah, um, <laughs> just everything that can be wood is going to be made out of wood, especially the paths in town. But I kind of want to make it 
like modern. I want to give it like a modern twist, so like modern wood, very sharp, nice looking. Um, eventually, though, I see myself just changing everything too to a beach town, like having sand all over the place and changing all the public works projects just to to be in the sand or a beach themed. Yeah, I'm I'm already looking forward to that as well. <laughs> so I've got some questions with this. So when you say modern wood, are you thinking like the modern wood furniture where it's got like the different colored woods kind of put together? No, I, I like the more of the traditional wood look, um, like grainy. But I, I still want it to look modern, I guess, in terms of the buildings or sharp corners and everything. Not very natural, but wood finish, basically. <laughs> okay. Well, I I love just wooden furniture, especially in Animal Crossing, because there's so many different varieties of it that look really nice. Like, I think the original, uh, well, I consider the original wood furniture, like, the classic series, you know? Yes, that's right. Because I feel like that's just got that, like, classic feel. But those feel more, like, antique, kind of rustic, kind of, like, you know, it just feels classic. It's exactly what it is. Yes. So I'm seeing. So I'm thinking now something a little bit more updated from that, like kind of more of a sleek yes. type of wood. Like a, I don't know. I guess I can't really figure it out in my head, but <laughs> um, but yeah. Now I'm picturing that, and then I love your beach town idea because I guess I I, I don't think this is something we talk about a lot. Um, I mean, we it's come up, but you know the cliffs, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people really want those, like, two-tiered towns again, maybe even three-tiered. Um, oh, yes. Because that could happen in population growing. Do you remember if that could happen in City Folk? Um, uh, I think it did, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, tiered towns regardless. But we kind of got that in New Leaf, but the cliff was essentially, like, blocking off the beach. It wasn't like the old games where you could ri- walk right up to the beach, you know? yes. And so I would really love that to return, where we could go all the way to the beach. Like, maybe our cliff is several hundred feet, like, away, Ooh, you know? yes, yes. <laughs> so, so it goes back to that, like, old style where we had a lot of space behind the beach, um, because mm-hmm. you could essentially just walk straight up to it yes. instead of finding some cliff to walk down. And so having a beach town like that, and even, like, having an extended, like, sandy area, too. Yes. Because... Um, I, I know a lot of people, I, I've seen this a lot, but a lot of people don't want anything from Pocket Camp to be in this next game, but I do. I personally really like the terraforming aspect to Pocket yes. Camp, where you could pick different terrains and things. So being able to, like, very late game in, or I don't know how late, but <laughs> being able to terraform your place and give yourself, like, a bigger beach area would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And especially if they allow us to swim in the river. We, oh, you know, wow. as long as if, <laughs> if, if we do safely, they, they could let us do it. And that could be like a mini beach area in just your regular part of town. That's so true. I didn't even think <laughs> about swimming in the river. The only character we've seen swim in the river is Pascal when he'd like wait on the bridge, you know? Right. And then you'd talk to him and then he'd jump in and you'd see him like stroll down the river. It was so <laughs> cool. But yeah, I mean, that even adds the possibility of having new sea, 
I guess I said sea, but it doesn't make sense because it's a river, <laughs> but like diving river creatures, yes, you know? Yes, that's right. So, I don't know. Th- this is taking me down all sorts of roads, <laughs> but I, I really like your answer, especially like we we want public works projects on the beach, like having an umbrella, having like right. a blanket on the beach that that's oh, a volleyball court oh would be very cool but like <laughs> yes. there are a lot of beach things you could put maybe like a little surfboard or something that's like sticking up out of the sand um, <laughs> nice. a sand castle yes, oh, for sure. so many ideas <laughs> <laughs> so many things that you can put on the beach and we just never got to do that because it was just a separate part of your town. Yeah. Like you'd try to walk down there, and Isabel would be like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> can't wrong way." And that's a that's a reference that'll come up in the future uh, <laughs> in this episode <laughs> because there's another question we worked on. Um, so I guess I should get to my answer, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I had fun with yours because I love these ideas, <laughs> and maybe I feel it because like. I don't know. We've been out of California for a while. We miss the beach and being able to go down there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, A little bit easier when you're on the coast, not so much when you're inland. Um, Regardless, so my answer, I always always do the same thing, and I love it every (laughs) single time. And it's just the fact that I want a foresty town. It's called Animal Forest. And they they hooked me from that alone. Like, I just love foresty areas. And even, like, you know, they added the mushrooms and things. And being able to put mushrooms all over your place is so cool. Um, So I want want to go foresty again. And I'm really hoping Mm. they, like, grow these things to really take on that foresty aspect. As, As... like, even as much as, like, I want them to do, like, terraforming and that sort of thing, where you can m- go all out with, like, a beach town if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I want to go all out with my foresty town, you know? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Especially because, like, I love autumn. I feel like nature feels so cool in autumn. Like, it's so warm with the colors and everything, but the weather's, like, crisp. And I I want to capture that. I want to capture that autumn feel in my town and i want to make it maybe even like slightly spooky too right Um, right i i remember talking about our favorite dream towns um with coconut and emily with two e's and the one i picked was just like a a little town full of witches and it had like that very spooky kind of foresty feel and i was i was a fan i love that (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah yeah, and just I I know one of your main requests for the new game, and it totally goes with the forest theme. Would be different types of trees and different sizes. That just makes so much sense. Yes, <laughs> I, I can't believe I didn't even bring that up. That's always my go-to. <laughs> I want different trees. I want like the birch trees we've seen once again in Pocket Camp. Right. And yeah. You're telling me you don't want anything from Pocket Camp. <laughs> These trees are amazing. Like you could get a birch tree and it had all the little leaves uh, falling on the floor underneath the ground and you it's so good. It's so <laughs> so good. I just I want different trees. I want them to be different sizes. Like maybe you plant a tree and somehow that one grows into just like this giant tree and maybe it's in the wrong spot and you're like, oh man, I'm going to cut this one down. But no, no. not anymore. I'm going to build <laughs> around this because it's so cool. Like I think, and this is going to come up later too uh, in this uh, because this is our question. 
Um, I won't say it, but I think having more little ways to have some variety in the town that you can't quite control, but you accept it, like you really like it. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, like that's kind of the fun part with villagers moving in, like getting a variety of villagers and not quite knowing who's going to move in. Um, but maybe planting a tree and not quite knowing if this is the one that's going to grow oh. into a giant tree, you know? Um, I'd love to see that type of variety pop up just randomly. I want random things yeah. that make Animal Crossing great, you know? W- would you like it if maybe some of the trees grow so big that the villagers move into them? Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But yes, Filbert, all the squirrels, Sally, yeah. who's your favorite? Hazel. Hazel living yes. in a tree. That's great. <laughs> or maybe even like just making a tree house, you know? Yeah, multiple tiers. Yeah, like they could dig into the tree or do a tree house so that you climb a little ladder yeah. up to to get. Yes. <laughs> yes, I want that. We already have a tree house in, once again, Pocket Camp. <laughs> For those of you who don't want anything from Pocket Camp, I'm just telling you about some of the things I think are cool in that game. <laughs> um, man, that that's fun. I, oh, I love all of these things. Yes. <laughs> all right, let's get into, into this next question. We're going to step away from Animal Crossing and kind of away from Nintendo altogether with this oh. one. But Sasha505 asked, what are your top 10 favorite games that aren't from Nintendo? And I'll let you start with this one. Nice. So, yes, we're assuming these games are just games that are not made by Nintendo, but they can be on a Nintendo system. So, in no particular order, except, I guess, the first one. Yeah, definitely the first one is my favorite game from this <laughs> list. It's called Ori in the Blind Forest, and it's only on Xbox and Windows. And basically, it's a Metroidvania, but it's very artistic, very melodic music and story driven oh my goodness it's a it's a masterpiece in the genre definitely recommend it to anyone interested i also really like resident evil 4 i think it's the best resident evil and a very very unique change to the survival horror genre and just a very cool and funny game too now I'm kind of seeing a mistake that I already made. I, I wanted <laughs> one game from each uh, series, but it's very hard to pick just one Final Fantasy game. So I have Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. I I could never <laughs> pick my favorite between those two. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get Final Fantasy VII on the Switch now. Yeah, you can. Not eight though. No, not eight. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Sadly. <laughs> so another really cool game for the PS4 is called The Order 1886. There's also Nine Hours, Nine Persons, Nine Doors, and this is part of a trilogy. But this is my favorite one. It's a story story driven adventure type game, like a visual novel. It's really really cool and it makes you think a lot. Uh, let's say that. <laughs> huh, I've never I've never heard of that one. Oh, it's really cool. If you can look it up, definitely do. It's it's very, very unique. Uh, another visual novel, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. And my favorite of those, it's part three, which is called Trials and Tribulations. Another really cool series. Very funny, too. You play <laughs> as, as a defense Ace Attorney. Yeah, I've been wanting to kind of look into those and see if I want to play it. Because I've been enjoying more visual novel type of games lately. Ah, nice. So another one on my list, Rocket League, for sure. <laughs> I spent so much time with that one, and I, I love every second of it. 
It's also why you wake up at 3.30 every morning. <laughs> yeah. I know this. <laughs> Another really, really cool one, Okami, which is, it's kind of like Zelda, but it's very, very art artistic driven, uh, brush, cell shaded, Japanese style. Oh my goodness. A, a treat to the senses, basically. In a really, really good game, too. Which is also on Switch, too. Oh, yes. Yes, that's a good point. It's like 20 bucks, like a really good deal. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, one game from the Rock Band or Guitar Hero series, because I really like those, and my favorite being Rock Band 2. And I play them on the Wii, which is, <laughs> I, I guess it's the least common of those systems. But yeah, sure, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I I played that on the Wii, too, and that's... One that's shared on my list. I put kind of Rock Band slash Guitar Hero, <laughs> but I will say I loved playing Rock Band and specifically Rock Band 2 as well. Um, that one was probably probably my favorite and my favorite instrument to play was the drums on that. I Ooh. loved playing the drums. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of lumped those together because I, I don't know. I feel like Rock Band and Guitar Hero... When I was playing those, I was always playing like one of them. Like I didn't really differentiate them too much. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's one on my list. Um, I saw you were at the end of yours. So I'll go through mine. Yes. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. I love uh, the Tales games. I think Ooh. they're really fun RPGs. They got really cool stories. I feel like they start pretty basic, pretty straightforward. But then there's a twist at some point where it just turns into something that makes the world so much crazier when you think about it and so much bigger. So I love the Tales games. Um, the next one I have is Banjo-Kazooie slash Tui. To me, I feel like I can't really separate these two too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, because Banjo-Kazooie was, I think, the first game I ever played on my N64. Oh. And... I have loved it ever since. <laughs> and then when I found out there was a Banjo-Tooie and it essentially just continued off of that, I loved that as well. Um, but these are platformer type of games, kind of think Mario 64, right. but better. <laughs> At least Banjo-Kazooie, I think most people consider it just kind of better um, than Super Mario 64. Um, it definitely has a lot of character to it. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I love those. Um this is, I guess, technically a Nintendo character, but it was not made by Nintendo. It was right. made by Rare, <laughs> and it's Diddy Kong Racing. <laughs> um, it's a racing game. It features Diddy Kong, but I always played with Tip Top the Turtle because I, you know, Ooh. you all know this. I oh, love yeah. turtles. <laughs> turtles are my favorite. Um, so I played as a turtle, of course, and it's a racing game, and it has this really unique world where you have a story mode in this racing game, and you have a world that you, like an overworld that you go through, and there's, it's really cool. It's a very unique game that nobody else has really done before or since. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's cool. Um. My next one is a Final Fantasy game, but it's not any of the main titles. It's Final Fantasy oh. <laughs> Crystal Chronicles. 
I love this game. I was one of the few, very, very few people who got to play this game multiplayer the way it was originally intended to play, where you plugged your Game Boy Advance into a GameCube and that had to, that was your controller. Like you played the game with a Game Boy Advance connected. And I've played this with three players. I've played it with four players. I've played it with two players. I've played it multiplayer (laughs) because the hard part about that is every single person needs a Game Boy Advance and a cable that connects to the, the GameCube. So it was very hard to pull off, but I did it. I I still have like all the cables. Like if you oh, want to nice. come by to my place, <laughs> just bring your Game Boy Advance and we can play. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to this to this day, I can play that game. <laughs> um, the next the next few are ones that I actually experienced on the Switch because I wanted to get some of the newer games that I've played, and actually. Yeah, yeah, all three of them are ones that you can play on the Switch. Um, Some of them are older than the Switch, uh, one of them in particular. But regardless, the first is Celeste. This is a platforming game, 2D platforming game. It's so good. I want, to this day, I I want to write an essay about this game. Oh, wow. About how it's just an amazing game. It's so, so good. Um, And it's good to the point where... It was nominated for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, it did not win, but it's a 2D platforming game nominated next to games like Spider-Man, the newest Spider-Man right. that came out, God of War, the newest God of War, like these big, huge 3D AAA titles. Yeah. And it managed to stand out enough to be at the same point as these games. So it's it's a special game. Um, and And I think... The Animal Crossing community would really appreciate it, considering, like, I feel like we're in tune with our feelings, our emotions, and that sort of thing, and very aware of, mm. you know, mental health and that sort of thing. Right. And that is what this game deals with, you know? Um mm-hmm. The next one, it's Stardew Valley. I put so many hours into this game on the <laughs> Switch. I've had a lot of fun with it. I really want to spend more time with the multiplayer, what I haven't yet. Um But... One, I've said this a lot. This game took me 20 hours to get into. <laughs> but once <Ooh. laughs> I once it clicked with me, there was no turning back. I loved it. <laughs> um, the next one is Night in the Woods. And this is kind of one of those games that is getting me more into the visual novel style mm. gameplay. Where it is like a lot of walking around and reading and hearing what people have to say. But... This game is just so well written. Every line of dialogue is just like, wow, I'm very interested in all of these <laughs> characters and what they're doing and saying and how they're living, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it's it's got some mystery to it, some little creepiness. It's a really good, like, fall slash Halloween game, which that, that gets me. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of animals, which we, we can relate with, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love the animals. <laughs> Um, next one, Bomberman Tournament. This was a really rare, like, mm. Game Boy Advance title. Oh, which, wow. Which, uh, it had really great multiplayer. Like, you could use the link cl- cable and play four-player Bomberman with people, which was fun alone. Like, I would buy a whole game that was, uh, that is that. And I have. I technically bought, like, Bo- Bomberman for the Switch, which is... It has a multiplayer, <laughs> and you can play and fight people, you know? Right, right. Um, mm-hmm. 
But like this game, like it had a really unique story mode, which was very unlike other Bomberman story modes where it was almost uh, like you collected monsters, which were, it, it was Pokemon-esque, like you could think it, but I was, I thought of it more like Digimon with these monsters that you collected and you fought oh, alongside wow. with. It was a very unique story mode that I don't think, I think this is the only game that really does at least like Bomberman game that does this. Whereas other Bomberman mm-hmm, games, mm-hmm. like you walk around puzzles and blow things up and that, and that wasn't really the whole <laughs> thing. Like there was a lot more to this story mode in this game. Oh, nice. And the last one I have on my list is Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. I have not beaten this game, but the what I've played of it so far is so, so good. And it's worth pointing out because it's very like Studio Ghibli-esque. And the music was done by, like, the Japanese Philharmonic. And it's just, like, it's beautiful. It's like an artistic game. It's like playing a movie, essentially. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like the greatest Ghibli movie you've ever played through. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, those are the lists. Ten was a lot to come up with, but I was really glad because there are a lot of really good games to talk about. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so the next uh, question is from Gary P 23 Actually, the next two are from Gary. Um, and the first one is, what do you think they're still working on for Animal Crossing? What do you think takes the most time for them to make the game? So, mm. yeah, Sergio, go go for it. Yeah, I think we've come to an agreement that the, the thing that takes the longest is definitely the translate translating the game to different languages, especially if we assume correctly that the game is coming out day one everywhere. So yeah, just translating all the text and hopefully there's a lot more text in the game. So for sure, I think that um, that is taking the longest, but on the flip side, this gives the main team or the rest of the, the the team that's working on the game, it gives them more time to keep adding more things, adding more items, refining the game, basically. Um, I'm honestly surprised that we haven't seen anything or even any substantial leaks that definitely look real. So it's, it's very interesting that we haven't seen anything, but I think that's why that the game is taking so long because it's going to come out everywhere on day one and everyone is going to have all the translations. Yeah, it's uh, I'm I agree localization. Localization is by far the most time consuming thing with an Animal Crossing game. Right. Because like you said there's just like so many words in this game. Um I think there's this fascinating article that's uh, I think it's from Kotaku and they interviewed people from the Nintendo Treehouse and they talked about working on games and new leaf was one that came up animal crossing in general came up and what they said about that was like there's enough text to like fill 20 novels in this game which is it takes so long to write oh, one wow. book yeah. i'm looking at you george rr <laughs> R. martin for game of thrones um it takes a very long time to write one book let alone translating 20 that is an insane task um And I want to put this in perspective, too. New Leaf came out in Japan November 2012. The rest of the world did not get the game until seven months later, like June 2013 or later. Like, that's how long it takes. So I would not be surprised if this Animal Crossing game is done and they're literally just working on translations right now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Because because it's it's got to be in English, Spanish, French, German, Dutch, um, all of these different languages. Um, maybe even like Koreans being thrown into that too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, Korea got the game way later too, so I don't know if they're already working on that. Oh. Um, but there are just so many languages that this game has to be translated to. So, yeah, it's it's something. <laughs> it's yeah. a big big task. Yeah, imagine just all the villager names alone that would take so long and then adding all the different texts and making sure that if if they're jokes that they work on each language it's a, it's definitely a lot yeah and i'll say luckily like things like villager names like at least some of those exist like there are still like new villagers that i'm sure are going to be added right that have to be named in every single region <laughs> you know and that takes some research like um for example, like the movie Moana um, from Disney, Moana is not named Moana in Italy for a reason oh. that I will not say here. <laughs> but like you have to do some research into some names and just to make sure don't sorry, don't look them up. <laughs> don't look up the name Moana in Italy. <laughs> um But I'm just saying like there has to be some, when kids are going to be playing this game, you just have to make sure things are appropriate like that's part of the localization process you know yeah yeah and if you're making like a reference to a certain character or historic creature or something you have to make sure that it works or to adopt it to something similar yeah yeah definitely <laughs> uh, so Gary's next question was what would be a new special character that you would like that probably wouldn't be in the game um, would they own a shop or a building? What would they do to impact you while you are playing? Ooh, I, I missed the part that says that you would like. <laughs> because <laughs> I came up with something that I don't think would be in the game, but I think it would be really cool. I don't know if I would want this character, though. <laughs> so imagine a huge cockroach villager. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I think this is very... It would be unexpected if, if it does get announced. But basically, you would meet this villager and you could hire their services to keep your house roach-free if you know you're going to be away for a while. You could also hire them to keep the town as trash-free as possible. But, you know, eventually, the more you talk to them and the, the more you pay for their services, you find out that they, even though they're kind of shunned by all the other villagers or special characters, they just want to belong. And they just want to be nice, and, and they're nice to you, and eventually the, you kind of build a special bond with them, and they might even ask you, hey, can I move in with you <laughs> since nobody wants me oh, no. around their town? <laughs> At that point, you know, the, the decision is up to you. I I don't know what I would say. <laughs> I'm at the point in my life where I just don't want people asking to move in with me <laughs> unless it's like family and they really need help. Right. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm married. It's a little weird. Sure, we have the space. There's a room here, but no. <laughs> um, but I am interested in this because I'm already envisioning the type of character this is. I imagine it's a cockroach that's like been in the mafia, some sort of gang or something. <laughs> and they're like, listen, these streets are mine. Technically, 
I can be here if I want to, but I'm doing you a little favor here. Give me some money, and me and my boys, you won't even see us. You won't even know we're here. Like, I imagine they're that type of, like, sleazy character, yeah. you know? That's just like, you know, they're they're taking advantage of you in some way. Uh, and they're giving you, like, you know, a bit of an ultimatum, a bit of yeah. a threat there. So, that's how I picture that. Nice. Um, so... I, I've talked about this. I want an animal with a pouch, be it a kangaroo, sugar glider, an echidna, essentially some sort of marsupial out of Australia that has a pouch. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I want them to run a shop where you can buy backpacks, purses, uh, any type of bag to help you carry items. And once you've bought these bags, they expand your inventory. That's yes. what I want. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, that for me is like the biggest quality of life improvement I feel we need <laughs> in this game just less restrictions on how many items we can carry oh yes I love this idea and it just goes so perfect with their shop yes <laughs> yeah because they need to have a little shop where you can go and buy some different bags because they can do they've already introduced once again pocket camp has done this they introduce <laughs> backpacks in pocket camp just another little cool thing that pocket camp happens to do yeah and i know you hate the game but it does some cool <laughs> things <laughs> but they i bought I use so many leaf tickets on backpacks in that game because they're so Ooh. cute. I walk around with the backpack everywhere now. Um, I could, <laughs> I used to walk around with the little angel wings or whatever wings I had. And the fairy wings. Yeah, that's the one. Nice. Uh, they just added angel wings. And now I'm just like, oh, I haven't even gotten the devil <laughs> wings yet. I need them both. Um, but I'm not going to wear them because I have backpacks now. I just want to <laughs> wear the backpacks everywhere. And they have all different styles and all uh, different colors and things too. I want that. I want to be able to like design my own backpack at like the Able Sisters. Oh or yes! <laughs> uh, just give me backpacks, please, and let let it let it be functional. Let it carry more items. Right? Yeah, for for sure. And that that alone would be so amazing. More space. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Leon um, from our Discord asks. Do you think we'll get more exteriors and architectural styles for the new game? And if so, which ones do you want the most? Nice. I I do think so. I, I do think there's going to be more. And the reason for that is because I really want them to add like terraces or balconies to your home. And just for that reason, they would have to come up with... New themes, for sure, new architectural designs, but also the existing ones, they would have to be sort of reworked to accommodate like a balcony. And I'm, I don't have any uh, particular in mind that I would want, but for sure, it would be really nice if you can customize the colors of them. So even if there's not that many new themes and there's only a couple, but as long as you can color them, individual parts of the overall exterior, you can make them unique. Yes. I love this because I didn't even think about like it being an actual feature because then I would have said like backyards and yards in general. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, I love this. Having like a space outside of your home that's also attached that you can only walk to like from the inside of your home. Say yes. you walk into your home and then you walk upstairs and then you can walk out onto the balcony and decorate that and have all these different things. I am so into that. I would yeah. have like 
plants, maybe a bike, <laughs> you know, oh, just nice. like, <laughs> yeah, just like different things, regular things that people put out on their balconies are so cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm into that, especially like doing different color options because we got to change our exteriors in New Leaf. That was one of the big things that was added into the game. And so being able to like get a different style balcony would be cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you you know you can have your regular materials like oh I want a brick fence but I want it green and and I want the exterior of my house to look this color this material just pick them individually make them unique. Yeah, yeah, that for sure is something that now is my dream to have in the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I for sure hope they do add like different architectural things because I feel. Like, there just weren't too many styles to work with in New Leaf. Like, you got mm-hmm. the Zen style, the fairy tale style, kind of the modern one. There, uh, there, there could just be more styles that we can work with, you know? Um, personally, I'd start, I, I started choosing villagers based on the exteriors of their home just to get like the right foresty feel in my town. Oh, nice. Um, so I, I really like that people have like, different options for how their homes look because that adds to what they can do um but i don't know i just i as long as there's more i just want people to have the ability to make something unique something that they like something that Mm. makes it feel creative in some way you know oh yes for sure for sure yeah um, so our final uh, piece of mail is from Novavix, and they said, what would you love to see in Animal Crossing Switch but feels unlikely? Mm, great question. So the thing that came to mind uh, the most is that I really want to see a very deep relationship system uh, in, for the villagers. And this is only for the villagers. You, you wouldn't really be part of, of the relationships with them. But basically, it would be like some of the villagers are very close friends with each other. Maybe uh, just, you know, for a little variety, maybe they don't like a particular villager that much. They're, they're not exactly mean to them, but you can kind of tell that there's something going on. And to go even deeper than that, maybe uh, for villagers of the same species, maybe they could start dating, you know, regardless of gender. Uh, e- even... To go even further than that, if Nintendo really wanted to really expand on, on like a relationship system between the villagers, they could add relatives to the existing villagers. Like they could add brothers, sisters, uncles. Basically, they would be like official family members to some of the villagers. And that way, you know, they could have basically families in, in the game <laughs> just between so- the animals. That, okay, so this makes me think of specific villager types and the kangaroos. So a lot of the kangaroos, you know, their mothers, they always have their little joey in their pouch. But, it, you know, it just feels weird because they're, like, attached to them. They can't really do their own thing. But it would be really interesting to, like, walk into a villager's home and then you see two of them because they're siblings, you know? Yeah. And so... That makes me wonder, like, do they count toward your, like, villager count? Maybe (laughs) there is no limit on villagers. Maybe it's more like how many homes or how many villager (gasps) homes there can be in your place. So there could be, like, families that move into your town. And I didn't even think about that, but it sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I have a huge smile on my face. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
Yeah, so I I would love to see because it's always exciting. For example, Happy Home Designer, when you would design a home for Timmy and Tommy or Cap'n, I think you would go and visit them and their whole family would be there. Like both Timmy and Tommy would be in their home. <laughs> and then Cap'n would be there with his family from the oh, island. Oh, yes. And so like that's that's an interesting concept that has never been played with before because you move into this place and it's all like bachelor and bachelorette town everybody lives alone and is right. doing their own thing <laughs> and then like what if there were villagers that just had deeper relationships with other people other i guess villagers um yeah yeah it'd be interesting it'd be interesting oh, for, for sure. sure imagine like oh um i'm throwing a party because my parents are away so it's gonna be a wild party and it's just the joeys <laughs> that stayed home yes yeah, that's true. And it'd be interesting, too, to see, like, maybe one of the villagers is out in the town and then the other is still at home, you know? Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see that type of variety. Oh, man, that would be so cool. Um, So, me, this is one I'd personally love to have. And I talked about it in my last video, but I want to be able to expand the town. Um, mm. I think it's unlikely just because it hasn't really happened before um and i'm not sure like mm. what they would have to do to make that a reality in the game because like you know it's already hard enough i don't even know how they pull it off that where they randomly generate a map for you to start with you know mm. um so i feel like there are already so many rules to that but like randomly generating a new area that you expand into is oh wow yeah it would just be strange. Yeah. It'd be exciting. But it, I want it to be randomly generated. Like, you don't know what other new feature you're going to run into if you build mm. in this direction, you know? <laughs> nice. Um, but, I, but I loved the town tree in New Leaf. And it, it felt like it was a nice symbol that represented the growth of your town. But, like, what if we didn't... I mean, I still want a town tree. But what if we didn't quite need the symbol because we could actually grow our own town <laughs> um mm -hmm. you know you could expand your town have new areas maybe more villagers can move in and like i said i talked about this in my last video but it'd just be really cool to see like what you could do what more you could do with your town knowing that you could expand it in the future nice you know yes i i agree with the variety part that when you expand you don't know what you're getting but eventually maybe you could save up and say okay well i got I got like a desert type area, but I, I wanted more forest so I can save up and we can put up uh, donation bins and eventually pay up to have it made into a forest again. Yeah, and that goes into the whole terraforming thing from earlier. Like, I want that to be a possibility. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, th this was fun. I loved going through everybody's mail. Everybody had really awesome questions. I tried to pick... Not too many, because I figured we'd take a while with this show <laughs> if right. we answered everything that we got. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it, feel free to leave any of your questions or comments or anything in the comments section of YouTube or wherever you're listening. Contact us on Twitter, send us emails, wherever you can find us. Um, Discord, we have a special room in there to post mail. Um, I forget what it's called because I don't have it open right now. I think it's just the post office, right? <laughs> yes. 
which, you know, there's a post office in Animal Crossing. Gotta stay on <laughs> theme here in Haken. <laughs> um, but yeah, leave us any questions, comments, anything you want to tell us. Let us know and we'll we'll go through it. We'll read it on here at least once a month, you know. Um, so let's move on to Haken's Villager Corner. And this is a segment for anybody who doesn't know. We ask a question of our Patreon patrons every single week and then... We go through these answers, and this week, we had so many that I did something I've never done before, but I have combined some answers together with, Ooh. like, short <laughs> short descriptions of what people said or agreed with, you know? Nice. Um, so I, I figured it's time we need consolidate some of these, because it's, it's getting to the point where I don't think we're going to be able to read every single one on the show. Right. I mean, I read every single one regardless, but... I want to make sure I get as many as possible. <laughs> right, right. That, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so this week's question was, do you want amiibo functionality in Animal Crossing Switch? And so, Sergio, I'll let you go ahead and start. Sure. And the first answer for this week is by Quantrell Tabal. And they say, why not? If you don't want to use it for yourself, don't. But don't hinder how other people play. And I definitely agree with this answer. I think that's the perfect approach to it. Yeah, it's just just it's nice to have it there. Yeah, an example of this for me is like I I've talked about how I don't really go toward like the relationship aspects of video games first. I tend to do more of the tasks types of things. Like that's how mm. I'm playing um my time at Porsche, you know? Um but I don't want that stuff to be gone like i want there to be things that other people can enjoy so mm-hmm. that's that's the amiibo like i i have so many of them at this point i'm only missing two <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, animal crossing amiibo so yes yes of course i want i want to use them <laughs> um so Fra- uh, fraser connell says Yes, I love having the option to essentially choose your town roster. Also, collecting a framed picture of everyone in game is a long-term goal for me. I have a a, a long-term goal for me. I have an all-frog town. And then there were a lot of people that uh, agreed in the answers this week with Fraser. And we had Lyalatron who says... They want Pietro. They have a card for Pietro, (laughs) and it's got to be easy to get them. (laughs) Uh, Kiwi said they love choosing villagers, but they don't want to be rewarded for having Amiibo. And for more, a a little bit more context in their answer here, they just felt like they didn't want people to miss out on like uh, a special badge that you get. Oh yes, um, agreed. For using Amiibo, Uh, Rosa said they love the idea of summing certain village. Or some certain villagers hanging out. Mm. Summoning. That's what I... I I misspelled that. So they love the ideas of having the cards to just summon villagers and hang out with them for a little bit. And then Charlotte said they need to have Bob and Apollo in their town. So, of course, (laughs) they want to use Amiibo cards. Nice. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah, th- these these answers are good because they bring up the big the biggest use of amiibo cards, which is summoning or or bringing the a very specific villager that you want to live in your town from from that point forward. And I think that's nice if you want to do that for sure. That option should be there. If you don't want to, that's fine. But yes, I I agree with everyone that said that's all they should do. They shouldn't give you like a special batch or any advantage because you have amiibo and maybe other people don't or maybe they just don't want to 
Yeah, and th- I mean, it's very easy to have missed out on all of these Amiibo things, too, because they essentially kind of don't exist right now. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> so it's very it's very difficult at this point to find the Amiibo of maybe your favorite character. Maybe you just want one to have the villager that you've always wanted. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know. Yeah, for sure. The next answer is by Nernip, and they say... Unpopular opinion, but no. They kind of ruined the fun of uh, hoping my favorite villager would come to my campsite when everyone was just ordering their favorites. Wild World keeps me old hat. <laughs> or I guess <laughs> they they just won the way it worked in the previous games. And, you know, that's completely fine. Uh, again, it's an option, but if you don't want it, for sure. And it, it's true. The old formula is what we're mostly used to, you know, random villagers. You never know who you're going to get next. Yeah, and I've always said that I really like that aspect of villagers rotating. Um, (laughs) I've gotten to the point where I don't really care if I have my favorite villager or not. What I really care about is just that I have a variety of villagers. Like, I want to be able to see a lot of different characters in my town, so... Um, I totally get that. Um, I, of course, I have all the amiibo, and I want to be able to use them in some way. But I def- I I think I lean more toward getting more of a natural build to my town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Callie says, I think it's only fair for people who own amiibos to get to use them in some way, but it shouldn't be a game changer. Not everyone can afford them. Fair game to everybody. And yeah, I... I guess I'll read through some of the people who agreed. Like Emmy said, collected a lot and wants uh, they collected a lot and want to use them, but also want to be able to trade those special items with people and not have them be locked off from every mm-hmm. everybody else. Cathario said they were working on their collection of figures and they hope to collect cards in the future. So they uh, they want to be able to collect more. Mm-hmm. And then Bunny said hunted down favorite villagers so they can live in their town. Also, they like that they don't move. Uh, also, likes that they don't move as somebody who sometimes can't play every day. Uh, so, a lot of good points brought up mm. here. So, for one, there is like that barrier there for people where they just can't afford them. Like I know I spent way too much money on them, <laughs> and not a lot of people can do that. And that needs to be recognized, you know? Um, so Emmy brings up like another, a good solution to that where like people should still be able to trade the furniture items you get from them or if there are special items from those characters. Right. Um, it should be something people can, um, have access to even if they don't own the cards. And then Cathario, who's like deep into working into their collection is down to be able to use them. Um, and then Bunny said something pretty interesting. They like the fact that amiibo card villagers, like once you've summoned them in, they don't move away. And what's really nifty with that is those people who don't get to play the game every day and are worried if, am I going to log in this next time and find out that somebody moved away because I didn't talk to them for one day or two, right, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good solution for that problem and that fear that a lot of people have, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And just the fact that there's there's going to be it's going to be very interesting to see how Nintendo brings back the Amiibo for this game. Uh, assuming there is functionality for the cards, I think they cannot just say, well, if you have them from before, you can use them. 
I, it would be very nice to reintroduce them, and I wonder how they're going to do it. This uh, It's going to be so interesting, but I think they really should. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, like I said, it's... I think the biggest unfortunate thing is just that so many people missed out and maybe they weren't at a place to buy them in the past. And <laughs> I I would definitely want them to be just reintroduced because the figures are fairly easy to find still, but the cards are, I mean, they're just, it's cards, Nintendo. Like you can print tons and tons of these things and ship out tons of these things. So I, I feel like they should bring them back if they do want to have them implemented into the game. Yeah, you know, one easy way to do it is just to don't have so many series, just have all the cards all randomized. I know it's a lot, but it's better than, oh, is this series four or five in different albums and different colors? Just have them all randomized. Yeah, and who knows? It it could, I mean, I did a lot of trading for cards, and so it could bring that, I guess, community back where oh, people yes. can trade for all the cards that they're missing. So I think it's a good possibility. Oh, that would be like another game besides Animal Crossing. Now you also have a card game in real life. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Nice. So Emily with one Y, and that's it. <laughs> she says, <laughs> yes, I only want the actual Amiibo figurines to be compatible at the start, though. I feel like having access to all of the cards at the start of the game may feel a bit overpowered. Maybe they can allow that in an update later on? Or maybe they could take out the villager moving in aspect of scanning the cards in. Ah, that's an interesting point. So maybe the cards work for something else. Because yes, I agree that should be locked in somewhat, at, at least from an initial point, maybe a month or maybe more. You should get whatever villagers you get in. It's always, you know, nice to meet new villagers. So if, if from the very beginning you're able to select your favorites, hmm... I mean, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I think you kind of lose a little bit of the magic of Animal Crossing. Yeah. And, you know, one way they could do this is they, I mean, technically the way we scanned in Amiibo cards in New Leaf was by getting the magic lamp. And, I mean, by the time we got it, like, that was very late game. That was three years oh, yes. after <laughs> the fact. So yeah. being able to essentially get that lamp item later in the game versus like the very beginning to scan in amiibo mm -hmm. that's one way to do it you know yeah mm -hmm. so that could keep any amiibo from being used at the start and instead maybe the limit is first you have to get all your town full of random villagers yes. before you get the lamp so yes that's it yeah maybe you have to experience a villager moving away before oh. you get the lamp <laughs> so there's a little bit of risk there you know yeah <laughs> yeah um, so Emily with two E's, and that's it, says, <laughs> I still like the idea of campers visiting via Amiibo cards and the campsite, but there were certain villagers I wanted so long that after I got them, it was a little boring, except Ketchup. I do not regret scanning her <laughs> in. <laughs> I do want Amiibo functionality, but I think they should change it up a bit. And there were many people who agreed with this. Like Grizzly mm. Nina said they want special unlocks, like outfits and roof patterns. And Avidea said, still let Amiibo villagers move. Mm. Um, so they want the opposite of what the other person liked, um, where they wanted villagers to stay. Right. But... Avidea wants them to move. <laughs> and then Sasha505 said they want unique mini games to be associated Ooh. with the uh, Amiibo cards. Um, Kristen Crabtree said just something different. 
<laughs> oh, right. They just want something different to happen with the amiibo cards. Um, <laughs> Grace said they can build off of amiibo from New Leaf, so maybe even growing what New Leaf did with the amiibo. Mm. And Dragon said they don't mind them coming back, but interested to see if they change up the functionality. Um, so yeah, it seems like a lot of people are fine with the amiibo functionality coming in, but they actually do want it to change and evolve and just be different from what we've already had with New Leaf. Yeah, I I think I'm picking up that uh that f- overall feeling too. People just want something different, and considering that Nintendo could just say, okay, it's gonna work the same, or it's gonna work different. And if they wanna go different, there's so many different ways that they could go. Maybe this is part of why it's taking so long. They just finding the right implementation, or just making sure it works for everybody. I mean, we are having a little tough time kind of agreeing i can see nintendo having it even rougher (laughs) (laughs) yeah because they're i mean at the end they're putting this game out and they're you know we're the ones who are going to be responding to whatever they choose to do yes (laughs) (laughs) so next we have an answer by agatha and they say i hope that they do have amiibo amiibo functionality i especially enjoyed special villagers like wolf link he's my current favorite i also hope we get the clothing and furniture unlocks like we did in new leaf i feel like we do have new amiibo on the way since another version of isabel is coming soon that's a good point and related to their answer second says they like the amiibo exclusive characters like feline and newt says that they want more special character figurines like katrina luna phineas and wendell in all island villagers oh yes <laughs> this brings up another <laughs> complete point of discussion you know every villager and every special character should have an amiibo at least a card hopefully figures but at least a card <laughs> <laughs> yeah and like there are a bunch of special characters that don't have figures so i think there are some that would be fun to add on to that. And even like the special characters like Wolf Link and Feline, those are associated with figures, not really cards, you know? Yes. Um, so there are like other game franchises that are represented. Zelda's, of course, the big one where you have Medley, you have Ganon, you have, um, who am I forgetting? Wolf Link, um, there's somebody else. Uh, oh, no, I think you got them. Epona. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so you have all of these uh, Zelda characters that you can scan in their figures and get a Zelda-themed character in your town. That's insane. Yes. <laughs> and you so, know what? I think that works so well. That was probably just a test. And Nintendo is going to go all out with cameos, their own franchises, other third parties. They're just, everyone's going to have a villager form. <laughs> yeah, and I've made this point before. I know a lot of people see, like, Smash as a love song to Nintendo and all of the games that they put out and all the characters they've made, you know? Mm-hmm. But Animal Crossing has always been that too, you know? Oh, like yeah. There's always oh, yes. been tons of Nintendo representation in the games, so um, they're they're adding to it. I could totally see them adding to it. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that would be nice to promote because a lot of Nintendo fans, they kind of don't even see Animal Crossing as something they would be interested in. But maybe the hook is that, hey, there's F-Zero content, there's uh, Earthbound content, anything, anything that kind of grabs their attention at first. Yeah, that's very true. (laughs) All right, so our last answer is from Trevi Boo. And they said, I can't say that I don't want it, but I don't think I'm as much excited about the possibility because I didn't collect the Amiibo cards. Really hope they release re-release the sets or cards so people like myself won't feel left out. That 
or the amiibo functionality isn't pertinent to the game's playability. And Tab agreed on that. They went, Tab went back and forth on this, but they missed out on the amiibo cards as well. And they're torn about their overall functionality. It feels it's too powerful. Um, or they feel it's too powerful, but would probably want a couple of her favorites anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a tough thing because like, yeah. part of you is like, oh no, that's kind of unfair. But the other part is like, yes, I can get my favorite person ever, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my favorite animal, you know? Um, so yeah, it's hard because like I said earlier, a lot of people ha- unfortunately missed out on the amiibo craze. Maybe they didn't know about Animal Crossing because Pocket Camp is their first game because right. Pocket Camp did some cool things too. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like really backing up Pocket Camp right now, even <laughs> though I haven't even played today yet. The closer we get to E3, the less I touch Pocket Camp is what I've been determining. But that's a side note. That's off topic. <laughs> and, um, you know, also we have a lot of people that their first Animal Crossing game was Amiibo Festival. So for sure, you know, they're going to be wondering what the Amiibo do. Yeah. Uh, who, who is that person? I have no idea. But please play another Animal Crossing game because it's a really good game, I promise you. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, the, everybody has some great things that came up. I think there are some good concerns with having Amiibo in the game. Yes. And I hope they're addressed in some way, be it like being able to unlock these things without the Amiibo or being able to trade people for those items or, you know, like, I hope there's some backup for the people who cannot buy Amiibo and enjoy the benefits, you know? Yes. And it would be nice to bring them back in the best and easiest way possible. Yeah. Like, just get them out on store shelves again. Yeah. (laughs) That's all we need. (laughs) So thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation on all things Animal Crossing, join our Discord. I have a link in the description of this podcast. It's totally free to join. You don't have to be a patron. And if you do join, you can get Sergio and my friend codes. And a lot of big stuff is coming up, and there's going to be a lot of people hyped for Animal Crossing very soon. So feel free to join before then and get to know some people. And if you do want to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. For just a dollar, you can support our show, get tons of cool things. You can see our current goals, which we are almost reaching. Literally, we're at 90 out of 100 right now to get Haken artwork every single month. And then eventually make a really nice calendar for everybody to enjoy. But we really try to make it worth it because we appreciate your support so much. And if you're watching or listening on YouTube, please leave a comment to let us know about your E3 plans. And if you want amiibo functionality in Animal Crossing Switch, and please leave a review of the show wherever you're listening. It helps the show gain some visibility and allows our community to grow. And once again, thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.